How's it going this week, fam? How are we doing? I'm I'm personally a little sore from raving so hard to the music of this week's guest. This week's guest, Michael Worcester, uh, also known as Worcester, the DJ, comes on to talk about his experience DJing. Um, it's actually really great. I mean, we met at a bar just one time uh, in New Jersey, and you can just tell this guy has so much passion for what he does and, and really loves and enjoys the process of DJing and producing his own music. Um, so I wanted to, ha- you know, I had to get him on to, <laughs> I had to, it was a, <laughs> I had to get him on to talk about, uh, you know, this passion that I, that I sensed from him and, uh, he did not disappoint. He kind of walked us through his process, what he learned through it and opened me up to an entire world that to be honest, I didn't really know much about. So he was very great at walking me through all of that and, you know, everything that he's, uh, gone through within, you know, EDM and DJing and things like that. And it seems like a very supportive community. So, uh, definitely excited for y'all to hear this. Um, did want to mention that this is the first week we're dropping a video uh, for the podcast as well. So check that out on YouTube if you're interested. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> All right, Michael Worcester. Yeah, Michael Worcester. Worcester. Yes. All right, thanks for dude. Fucking after weeks and weeks trying to get us Every, everything. Yeah, this has been happening. this has been long in the making. I'll tell you, it's been yeah. a couple months. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I mean, we we, we talked at Brewers one time and fucking yeah, and just put the shit together. Well, I, so that's what um, what really interested me. It was like the way that you know you DJ when I. My friend just went to the Flume concert. I don't know if you... I was there. You yeah, were there at the that, Flume concert. Yep. And he said it was a good time, but he's like, how much... He was asking, like, how much, like, creativity, like, actually goes into the whole process of DJing and things oh. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. That's truthfully, like... Flume, especially, if you're talking about Flume, he is the... He is all about it. He put out, like, a 30-minute YouTube video um, of this... Well, you just got to watch it. It's, it's, he's all about production and he puts hours and hours and hours just into, into what he wants, you know, his sound to look like yeah. you know, on stage. Yeah. That's great. So, wow. So there's, well, we'll get to that, but I, before we like jump too deep into it, I want to like, so how did you like get into it? Like, where'd you kind of start with music and like, was your background with it a little bit and how'd you get into DJing? And so funny enough, man, like in high school, like early high school, I was not, a, like I did not listen to this music. Like I had a bunch of friends uh, who were going to shows like sophomore year, freshman year. And, you know, I just let them do their thing. I never really bothered with it. And I guess you could say junior year rolls around and uh, the music kind of started evolving a little bit. Like, you know, it started off as, like, I don't know if you know, like original trap music. Like, back in, like, 2012, you know, original trap music. And I liked it, but it just wasn't my style. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, it was kind of evolving, and I was kind of listening to it a little more because all my friends just kept playing it, and I was always around them. Yeah. And I uh, kind of got kind of got a little, little good taste of it. Well, and, what were you into before? Um, really just rap, honestly. Okay. And funny enough, I don't listen to any rap really. <laughs> I mean, still, like, all the old OG stuff, like you know, Kendrick and all that. Uh, but truthfully, no. Um, I was listening to rap, but around senior year, um, that's when... I started going to shows and stuff yeah. and really get into it. And my buddy, Too Good, actually, uh, was a DJ. Well, always been like a DJ. And I started hanging out with him and he landed me his board one day and 
that's really how it started. You just kind of started fucking around with yeah, it? Yeah, just started messing around with it. And, you know, I started downloading softwares to be able to do it and downloaded music. Nice. And, uh, you know, it kind of just sparked from there. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was probably 2017, 2018. And you started listening to it a lot more. Oh, yeah. By that time, from, like, 2016 to, like, 2018, my, you know, my library of music of the EDM world was just a lot. <laughs> you know, I felt like, you know, I definitely felt that, like, I could, you know, play all those music and, and you know, have people love it. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's really what got me into it was listening to all this music and, you know, feeling like, you know, that would, that'd be a really cool thing to be able to play for people. Yeah, definitely. So at this point, like, who's your, your top, like, influences, you think? You know, Subtronics, obviously, is definitely up there. He's from Philly. Uh, he, he's oh, nice. just, he's the GOAT. Yeah. He's definitely the GOAT, you know. Um, Excision, you know, it's a bunch of, like, dubstep DJs, really. Um, Crank that, honestly, I'm opening it for him on uh, this Saturday, and he's honestly been a big influence. He's one of the first DJs like, I ever, like, started listening to. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, I, I truthfully, I, all of them I, I look at differently, and they all inspire me in different ways because they all have their own, you know, you know. Unique style. E- exactly. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. So, like, EDM shows, did you go to any before you really got into it, or? Uh, my first one was Mad Decent um, Block Party. I believe it was 2016. Okay. And um, it was at Festival Pier. Festival Pier, all right. Before yeah. it got, you know, before it got shut down, I wish it was still there. <laughs> but uh, that was my first show, and that pretty much got me hooked, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw Diplo, um, Flostradamus. Those are pretty much the two big headliners there, and it was it was great. It was yeah. after that, you know, I was pretty much going to any show that you know that I heard about that they asked me to go to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's fucking awesome, dude. It's not. It's kind of nuts how like I went from you know not really caring about it all to becoming you know a DJ. Yeah, uh, becoming like yeah. a DJ. Yeah. So you got this board and you started messing around with it when you started. Did you have any, like, background? Like, I mean, in high school, they made us take, like, a music production class mm-hmm. just to, like, get us, like, acquainted with, like, Adobe or mm-hmm. GarageBand a little, a little bit. You know what I mean? So did you have any, like, background with that software at all? Or just kind of hopped on? Truly just from friends, man. Like, another buddy of mine, uh, Patrizzi, he used to... You know, he had a little board in his in his bedroom, like you know, he, you know, you know, remember DJ Hero? DJ Hero, yeah, I forgot about so, that. So yeah, that's pretty. That's another thing that kind of like you know got me really intrigued. Is he got DJ Hero because he like had a DJ board and he loved DJing, so he's like, no, oh, might as well get that. Yeah. So I would always go over his house and mess around, you know, with that game and you know watch him play on the board and do his thing, and that truthfully inspired me to like you know want to do it Damn. also. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite DJ here to song to play, dude? Oh, dude. Oh, my Lord. I, if I could remember. <laughs> Any of them. If you brought up the soundtrack, I can definitely tell you one that I love playing. Yeah, but, I know they had like a remix for like Bohemian Rhapsody on there and <laughs> yeah. shit, dude. It was, it was cool. cool. It was sick. Yeah. It was honestly genius. <laughs> it was so cool. They're like, where do we go from here? We got Guitar Hero, we got people singing, rock yeah. band, things like that. What about we throw a spin in some yeah. DJ, dude? Yeah, two buttons on the spin wheel and yeah. start spinning it. It was, it was genius. Honestly, genius. So yeah, that, that was another thing that kind of sparked my. Uh, you know, interest in, into the EDM world. And, yeah, how, how realistic is DJ Hero? <laughs> uh, you know, not not that. <laughs> they got they got the board set up pretty cool, you know. They got the spin wheel, which is, you know, pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. But besides that, you know, <laughs> hitting buttons and spinning it. But it's pretty cool, man. Definitely, like I said, it's a, it's a, it was a great intro to, you know, seeing what it actually you can do with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you got the board, and when did you make, like, your first track? Uh, so I was with my buddy Too Good. Uh, he made we made uh, our our song called Outback. And funny enough, 
We named it Outback because he brought over all his equipment to my backyard. <laughs> uh, we had a whole setup, speakers, you know. I think he brought over two monitors. This was the first time you were, like, kind of professionally yeah. doing it, and he brought all this yeah. stuff over to you, dude? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he kind of, he you know, really showed me the way of how to, you know, put together a song. And he, he made me do a lot of the work, but he would show me how to do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he would ask for, you know, what my what I wanted to sound like, and he would help me create that sound and um he put in his own uh sounds and all that and mm. that's how we created uh our first song together and it was it was sick man we did it we put together like the base of it within like six hours just sitting in my backyard like six yeah, hours jesus yeah. just was, chilling back there dude, was, sweating it, your ass off yeah <laughs> yeah so you know once we got done we we're like you know what let's call it out back so we're definitely making another one we're gonna call it back out <laughs> actually, um, <laughs> that's pretty funny actually yeah man I, but you know i just i truly just started endeavoring into you know producing um beginning of this year got my whole setup uh beginning of this year ableton yeah um you know a lot of lessons from a lot of different people yeah and you know it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long road but you know it's, yeah. it's well where do you so like with a track like where do you even start because again this is so i'm really curious about like where the creativity comes with mm -hmm. so like i know when some people at least within like music writing within like guitar or whatever it's more of like they have a melody in their head and they want to like work it out you know what i mean they're like all right i like this melody i want it to sound like this and then they have to you know play it from there hmm. so do you start with like a beat or something that you you think would be fun to dance to or like how do you like start you know yeah so yeah you pretty much start with you start with you know get the drum bass you know drum line down and um kind of kind of get the you get the feel for the song pretty much at, at, at in the drums okay. um, and you know you pretty much you can most people use piano to oh, yeah. lay out your your drums and all your sounds so I, that's what i've been doing is learning piano to be able to um okay. write music a little more so smoothly. you just started learning piano with producing yes wow <laughs> yeah. yeah but once again my buddy uh i have a couple of buddies who can play piano very well and okay. um they're going to be a big help in the process and Give they, some lessons yeah they, they pretty much make a lot of their music just to um because on the keyboard there's a built-in you know piano like a through whatever right the piano on there on ableton so um you can learn the buttons and kind of play piano on on the keyboards of your laptop yeah definitely mm -hmm. and so like for you i mean since you don't have like an extensive like um you know hard background mm -hmm. in that stuff is it I mean, I find this, uh, this is going to be a weird connection, right? But I just started rock climbing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of technique and, like, forms and, like, different moves you can do while you're going up. But for the most part, since I just started, I don't know any of that stuff, you mm -hmm. know? But for me, it's just, like, being able to jump on there and, like, kind of feel it out, you know? And being able to just, like, you know, and sometimes that works way better for me than what I see some people do with technique. So, yeah. like, for you with, like, your music, like... You may not know, you you know, all the notes and, like, how to play and everything. We're like, oh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It seems like a little bit more of a natural talent for you. No, exactly. And, um, you know, I've watched hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos. Like, oh, yeah. nobody produces the same. Like, oh, really? You, there's just, there's so many different ways to produce music. Everyone's yeah. got their own techniques and their own ways and their own patterns. And yeah. how do things. People start at the drop. People start at the intro. Oh, wow. So, you know, there's there's thousands of different ways to make music. That's yeah. why, you know, watching people do it is great and all, but eventually you're going to have to find your own rhythm, find your own way to right. make your own sound and make what you want. And you're still kind of developing. Yeah, that. yeah, you're still feeling out. You know, I've been, you know, watching a bunch of my, you know, favorite artists, you know, in their production classes. Yeah. Um, and you just buy them and you get them out, you know, they give you a whole production class and really? kind of 
you know, shows you how to pretty much make a whole song and a bunch of different steps. That's crazy, like, and, how different they are, and, too. Yeah, going through it, just like, he does this, but he does that, and he says, don't do this, but he says to do, do this. Do it, yeah. So, you know, you kind of just got to pick and choose, you know, pick your poison of uh, how you want to put together your, your style. Yeah, yeah. So for you, have you, like, noticed uh, any anything about your style in particular, like, that you think is different than what other people are doing? Um, you know, I'm more, I would say uh, it's getting more to be like this, but I'm very diverse, you know, in in the EDM world, there's a bunch of different genres and styles that you can play and make. And, you know, I I love it all, truthfully. Like when I'm, you know, going to be making music, I, I, anytime I sit down is whatever I'm going to feel, you know, I'm angry. I can make a dubstep song. If I'm happy, I can make a house song, you know, you know, if I'm feeling just like nice, I can make a chill song. Right, Right. Right. So, you know. I really just vibe it out, and it, I love it all. It's it's yeah. You know, I, I truthfully want to be able to make every every type of EDM really know, genre. Uh, expanded all directions. Yeah. Doing, I mean, master of you know, master of none, but like trade of what is it? Yeah. Whatever the yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all. You know, <laughs> I saw that quote actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's dope, man. I mean, especially because like, I mean that I don't know. That's kind of what like you you want to be able to appeal to a lot of different types of people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, if you're able to put on like. I don't know, do you release albums or, like, EPs or, like, um, just songs? Hopefully songs? soon, yeah, hopefully soon. I got, I got one song out, um, but, you know, definitely, like I said, it's going to be a long, long road of working on music and putting out music, but it's going to be, I'll be putting out songs and songs, and once I feel comfortable with my, you know, production level, you know, EPs and, and albums can come yeah, um, easily. Um, but it's just getting getting your songs out there one by one and getting them, you know, labels to sure. see it and sign it. And, yeah, and I mean, so and then you're already doing shows too, mm-hmm. which sounds like has a, a lot of an effect on how you write as well or yeah. how you produce as yeah. well, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I've been getting getting booked for a lot of shows recently. That's once once again through the help of my friends. You know, a lot of people have been helping me out, yeah. um, making me connections and you know introducing me people that uh you know really helped me out yeah yeah so a lot of that is like about networking which mm-hmm. with the, you know that's gonna go within every industry yep. for sure but i mean it sounds like the the community for you know djing and producing is like a very open community it is dude it, it's very open i got a bunch of friends who are willing to help me out and you know show me what they know and i can use it to the extent that i want to use it to but everyone's very helping and willing yeah and, uh, you know very down to earth and you know it's a, it's a great community it truly is yeah you know? yeah so so at the top we we're talking about kind of like um you know the creativity that goes into you know producing it and you said like what's going to sound good live you know what mm-hmm. i mean versus what's going to sound good just like playing it mm-hmm. so you know is that another thing that you've noticed like through playing it live like again how, how much has that influenced your uh, you know production oh it, it's massive and <laughs> that's really started from just making my sets and putting in music, you know, I can kind of feel if I'm like, I put myself in the crowd, I'm like, truthfully, if I'm in the crowd, what do I feel like would sound good? Right. So if I'm mixing something and it's like, you know, eh, I know live it's not going to sound good. So for production wise, I can sit there and kind of hear it and understand, like, if I'm in the crowd and I heard this, I'm like, you know, would I vibe to it? You know, yeah. would, I be, would I be grooving to it? Yeah. Um, so. Well, yeah, and that kind of goes like along with what I feel like the like the moods you were saying before mm-hmm. too is like it, it depends on the type of venue that you're playing at mm-hmm. and everything like that too right yeah, yeah so, definitely I mean I got a I got a house show coming up and a dubstep show it's two different yeah. ends of you know ends of it but <laughs> it's great to be in both yeah yeah definitely so and and that's kind of like what I was wondering like how you were planning on kind of putting things together like 
like with different albums i would say would you stick with like a theme through one album and like kind of i guess you do like a dubstep album mm-hmm. and then you would do like another you know trap album or things like you that. Know, you know you could uh but essentially right now a lot of djs are, are throwing you know house in their albums dubstep so they're really mixing it up they're not staying yeah. consistent to you know some are obviously some are just straight dubstep djs and they'll have all that um but I've been noticing a lot more DJs have been diving into the other genres of, of music and throwing it on albums and EPs and yeah. you know I, I think people have been loving it at least I have been yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. the, the, the d- dynamic keeps you from getting like a little bored or anything yeah. you know yeah yeah that's fucking awesome yeah I mean you know Kazo he's a, he's a DJ he's a you know dubstep DJ I guess you could say um, and um, he put out like a 20 song album um, yeah. last week and there's a bunch of different styles on there it's great 20 song know, album yeah good jamming music yeah, that's 20 crazy. songs is insane and you know, he, he, he put out a post thinking you know he didn't think people would actually be you know intrigued for 20 straight songs but he's been getting great reviews on it so yeah um, you know people truly love it you know they love diversity and a bunch of different yeah music. well especially with that music too like i feel like you can kind of throw it on while you're doing anything, you know, the drive, commuting, you know, working out, you know, you can do it while studying, you know, all this different stuff because, like, it's not, I mean, that's the thing, is like, you can make it involved if you want, you know what I mean? Like, you can listen to it and kind of, like, memorize some of the beats or the drops and things like that, especially, like, if a song stands out to you, you know what I mean? But it, on a 20-song album, not every song is going to stand yeah. out to you, but that doesn't mean it sounds bad, you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. So you can kind of just, like, vibe to the entire album mm-hmm. and then, you know, pick out your favorites and, like, kind of work it from there. Exactly, man. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I've been seeing a lot of that. I've been seeing a lot. People have been just expanding their boundaries into, you know, trying something new. Yeah. And yeah. That's what it's coming to. You know, you just got to be different. You got to show show something different than you know someone hasn't done yeah you know yeah and so i mean within the scene i mean do you see that i mean it sounds like you do but like do you, i mean it's because trap's been around or not trap but like kind of house trap like edm shows mm-hmm. i mean they've been around since or what 90s probably yeah, yeah yeah like dj am he was he was spinning vinyls um you know he was bringing his own <laughs> his own uh his own vinyls to the shows he had like a whole cart of them they spent them in like the 90s yeah um, so yeah it's it's been around for a while man right and it's you know definitely started it must have been very narrow at the beginning as to like what they could actually do mm-hmm. and then as like technology progressed now you got all these editing softwares and all this different stuff mm-hmm. what do you use again uh i'm on so like what i mix on is record box and what i produce on is ableton ableton okay mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that allows you to kind of mess around with a lot of different things, right? Oh, yeah. So the scene, like, do you see it, like, continuing to expand, like, into different genres? And I, I truthfully think so. You know, I, I, here it's not as much. Down south, like, you go to Florida, you can go to bars, and you'll hear house music playing, and, like, yeah. you know, you can just get down to it just at a, just a local bar yeah. you know, playing house music. And around here, you're definitely probably not going to find that. Right. Um, just playing house music consistently. Yeah. You know, some of the bars downstairs down there just play dubstep too also so right. um they it's evolved down there you know probably gonna hopefully evolve up here a little a little more but yeah overall and around the world you know it's definitely it's it's skyrocketed yeah you know, i'm hearing you're hearing you know marshmallow songs on the radio and yeah you know, marshmallow and, and songs on the radio they're like yeah. you know they're pretty big uh, you know edm artists so yeah and i think i mean what like the biggest 
and this is like, I don't know, from my, I'm fairly young, so I don't know, like, a lot of names, and, you know, like, but I just remember, I feel like Skrillex was probably, like, the biggest oh, yeah. dubstep guy. Yeah, yeah, man, he, he was, he was one of the OGs, dude, I, he, yeah. I saw him, I came to Philly a couple years ago, I saw him, and it was, it was great, because I don't know if I'll ever see him again, because he doesn't really come around that often anymore. Yeah. Uh, but he is the Don, man. He's he's the OG. Right, right. And, the, like, Dead Mouse. Uh, yeah. You know, from he's there. coming to Philly, too, soon, man. Really? Yeah, we're, I'm going. Yeah. I'll be going. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. is like I feel like those names kind of made it into mainstream culture, whereas yeah. before, I don't know if they had, like, representation with no, mainstream yeah. culture. No. Yeah. yeah you would, I would never hear any of this stuff on the radio, you know, yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, and then like you're saying, it's like now we have like Marshmallow and yeah. you know, these other guys that are just kind of like they're they're almost like just like tacking on with other artists, but I mean they are like they are on like top charts. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. They're, they're, yeah. I've seen that. You know, Marshmallow's been been getting on a lot of songs with big big names, big artists, and big that just names. just helps it blow up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So like. Um, your creative stuff. So you've only been doing it since like you know about a year now, right? Producing about about I would say I mean. I, we made that song in 2020, so I've I've been around you know software and production and, and used it since yeah. 2020. But actually sitting down and having my own mm -hmm. uh, setup and software at my house, yeah, um, that's been about six months. Six months, yeah. And so like, how how do you like think of things to do? You know what I mean? Do you just sit down and start messing around, or do you like yeah. have something in your mind going into it? So pretty much, you know, after, you know, watching, you watch some videos on, you know, how to do whatever you want to do, like, like I said, the master class, and you kind of jump on Ableton and kind of follow their patterns, but do it in your own way and kind of feel out your own vibe. Yeah. Another good thing is to like listen to songs right before you go to the produce and yeah. listen to songs that you kind of want to make yeah. and kind of really just play it over and over again and then hop on Ableton and kind of. Put your own spin on put, it. Put your own bit. spin on it and kind of start it off a little, you know, a little differently and, yeah. you know, just go go from that. But, yeah, it's, it's it, it, right now it's really just going off of a lot of these master classes and, and really just finding your own form from what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just feeling it out after mm -hmm. that. That's sick, dude. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then just like the, you know, how do you see your, your process progressing? Do you think, like, how much time do you put in it, like, now? So, really, like, if I'm watching, like, a, you know, 30-minute video clip, yeah, uh, you get 15 minutes through, that's, that's like, a couple hours. Like, just to understand and analyze and see what they're doing oh, yeah. and starting off, it, it definitely, to start, you know, to do an intro, you know, it's definitely a couple hours, like, just sitting there and, and you know, if you want to master it as you're doing it, you can um, to make it sound better, but... Most people just kind of throw their ideas out there and just get it going and master later. Um, so uh, just throwing ideas out there and getting it flowing uh, definitely could take up to, you know, a couple hours. Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely a long process. Obviously, the people who have been doing it for years can, can do it like that, but most times getting an idea out there takes, it's a, it's a process. Yeah. It is yeah. a process. Yeah, and so I'm wondering, like, how much... I mean, you do learn a lot through these clips and everything, too, but, like, how much do you learn from, like, playing the shows live, too? A lot, man, a lot. And it's, like I said, you know you can see what the people like to hear. Right. So it helps you can you can get more inspired to go into the studio and kind of make something that you think yeah. you know, is really going to pop it's off. that and, immediate feedback right yeah. there, there. Yeah, and, you know, obviously everyone says, you know, do what you want. You know, don't do what the, you know, what the crowd wants, but... 
you know, it's kind of, for me, it's both. Like, what the crowd likes is most times what I like to hear, too. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's what I kind of base it off of. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And then, uh, yeah, so, like, when you're playing live, that's another thing. It's like, I, I always wonder what DJs are actually doing live. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you've got that before. But it's just yeah. like, when you just sit there, it's like, isn't it just, isn't you just press, pressing the play button? You know what I mean? You know, so, for me, I put in a bunch of hours of work prior to the set, you know, putting it together. Uh, so when I'm up there, I have all my cues good and, you know, I can kind of just load and play and, and kind of just follow through my whole flow that I created for myself. Yeah. So I can actually have fun up there, you know, drink some beers. Right, you know, right. Hop yeah. on the mic a little bit, dance around, you know. Yeah. So I'm really just, you know, just I'm vibing with the crowd. I, yeah. I'm dancing regardless. But, um, you know, what I play is most times, like what I like to hear most times with the crowd, right. you know, crowd really likes. So. I'm always just vibing, yeah. you know, as long as I got all my cues going, it's, it's a fun time, you know, yeah. I, it's kind of stress-free once you hit play, once nice. you get up there and hit play, it's stress-free. And yeah, kinda, and then at that point, you could kind of work on your stage work a little bit, too. Yeah, man, I'm want. just, you know, I, 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 it's almost like mindless up there, like, I just, I'm vibing, like, with, you know, with my set, and uh, I kind of just don't think about, you know, you know, messing up, nothing, don't think about anything, it's just, I'm there having a good time and, and playing yeah. what I want to hear and what, you know people want to hear yeah um, definitely do you notice like different styles of how people do things live uh there's a bunch of different stuff man like there's you know there's a lot of you can double songs and I, I don't double that often but like you know there's some styles where people can double a lot of songs and that's playing two songs at once Damn. <laughs> um and you know chopping it up yeah and uh that is so, wild yeah no it's really cool but you know there's a bunch of different ways people can do people have uh different types of boards they bring and yeah. you know audio pads and stuff and visual pads and you know people bring up their own instruments and you know they hook up a saxophone to the dj board and yeah. they play sax during the set or you know play or, yeah yeah it's, yeah. It's, there, there's so many different ways that's why it's, you know it's just you gotta, you gotta find your own thing man you know, yeah. everyone's got their own little little thing to their, their uh, yeah that makes them unique you know, yeah. Name, yeah that makes their name yeah that's crazy mm. <laughs> nuts yeah yeah so yeah man that's fucking awesome so like you were right now you're still in the kind of the early stages of things yeah, so yeah. are you focusing do you have like a main focus that you're kind of working on right now um really just getting getting my sound down like yeah you, you know you can you can buy a lot of you know samples and stuff but i'm really working on um you know getting getting my own sound and trying to work on just getting a good flow going like a good work process and a good workflow yeah um kind of structure to the yeah moment. exactly trying to find a good structure and and you know for me just putting in a couple hours um it's a lot, so I gotta figure out how to make those couple hours, you know, the most productive I can. Right, right. Okay, you're busy doing life shit, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah. I feel like that balance too. Yeah, you can't get can't get too caught up on the little things of producing when you're starting out. You kind of just gotta gotta put it out there and flow with it. And if it sounds bad, you just gotta keep on working on it and keep on working on it. And yeah. you know, sometimes you just gotta put that idea to rest for a little bit and start up a whole new idea and come back to that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of how, like, I do stand-up comedy, mm. too, right? So it's like, if you tell a joke and it absolutely bombs, but you st you like the joke, you know what I mean? <laughs> you kind of shelf it for a little bit, like, all right, I got to come back to that before I, I get booze again. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, that's dope. And so you have, like, a... Do you have, like, a, a place where you store all your old things that you come back to and, like, visit every now and again? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much just... I've, I label every folder 
Um, I just called the name what I think the song would be. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of different versions of it. Okay. So, you know, I'll put a version out I'll be at the beginning or whatever. I'll hop back on it, you know, after I've been working on other stuff, hop back on it. Yeah. Save a new version of it. And uh, sometimes, you know, after you get to, like, version five, you might not like it anymore. And then you go back to version, you know, three where you... So you liked it, and then you can kind of work from there again. So yeah. it's always good and saving, saving all that. Yeah, all the that organization work. with that shit must yeah. be insane. A lot of storage. Lot yeah. Of yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but then it sounds like you're also another thing you're kind of working on is that networking aspect mm. of it, dude. Oh, it's massive. Yeah, networking is is the key to pretty much everything, dude. It's, yeah, the more you know, the better off you are. Truly. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah. it sounds like you're getting a lot of hookups right now, mm-hmm. dude, which is very, very like, and you know. Get it being into you know your own producings for like six months and mm. things like that. Like I feel like that's big time. You're already playing at the at the Ave, dude. Like I heard of the Ave as soon as I moved into Philly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Know, I'm, I'm truly blessed. You know, I got I got great people, great support around me, um, and it's they've they've done a lot. A lot of people have really helped me out, and I cannot thank them enough. And you know, it's it's truly heartwarming to see you know that people you know can really support you know all the up-and-comers and yeah and really help them out yeah definitely dude so i mean is there anybody that you're kind of um, coming up with that you feel are you know, um i would say i mean truthfully we started a group um me and my buddy too good i mentioned him earlier um he he really was the one to get me into it gave me his board and we kind of have been he, he puts on a lot of shows like he's a he has his own company called VisaWave, and we kind of oh, nice. all help him out with it. Um, but it's like a, just like a production company where he sets up, you know, LED screens, and oh, nice. he, he had he built his own two of his own subwoofers. I think he has four actually, but he yeah. had, I know he definitely built two of his own subwoofers. Might have built the other two, and he just sets up. So he done he's did things like I don't know if you saw my Instagram, Witchy Wubs, like couple, two years ago. We did it twice, and we just went out in the Poconos on some big land that he knew someone who owned it up there and he set up like two stages you know one was outside one was indoors yeah and uh he just threw a festival and we got some really big names like um i don't know if you know brain rack and focus but for just setting up a festival by yourself we got two like big philly djs to come and play yeah on a stage that he built yeah um so we were a lot we were, of people showed up for that too yeah yeah man it, it was it was crazy honestly it was really <laughs> cool it was really cool yeah and that was like my first festival that i played at right um, right and different just, different game too yeah. different ball game on a festival yeah so we've been just coming together he's gotten me some gigs uh, i've definitely helped him out so we've kind of just been on the same level coming up and nice, trying yeah. to get exposure and he helps us he helps me out by hosting shows and getting me on the lineups you know yeah and getting himself on the lineup so that that really has helped and you know another buddy klein uh he's he same way uh he started djing um probably a year or two after me and um he just started producing recently also yeah uh, and on on ableton at least and um you know we're kind of kind of coming up together a little bit yeah yeah you got any uh big fans yet dude um <laughs> like fangirls coming up to you <laughs> it's it's you know it's all over the place you know i, I just get shown a lot of love man it's, just, yeah. it's i see it as all just you know people enjoying my show and you know really yeah. really getting down to it um but it's it's i get a lot of, a lot of love man it's, yeah. it's it's very heartwarming, but no, no, no crazy, you know, no stalkers. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Right, not, right. Not yet, at least. Not, not that I know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, dude. Um, all right, yeah. And then do you see, I guess, like, what, how do you see, 
I mean, we kind of talked about the scene expanding earlier. Like, do you see sometime in the near future, especially since, like, COVID protocols are kind of coming down a little bit, like, do you see it? Like, how do you see things progressing within the scene for you, especially, that you're going to notice? Um, you know, I, the more shows I play, the more connections I'm going to make and the more I can get myself out there. And um, I, I think it's the scene's always on, on the uprising. I don't think, you know, it's it's near its end at all. I think it's truly... Um, Still, it hasn't even begun to peak. Yeah, man. Like it's really, at least in this area, you know, in the Northeast, you know, it's not even close to what it is on, the, you know, the West Coast and down True, south. It's, yeah. It's the West Coast is like they live and breathe it over there. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a whole different ball game. So you know, there's, there's, I think you know, fairly slowly, hopefully, um, you know, gonna. Yeah, you know, definitely. Is there like a like within stand up comedy? Is like a lot of people are like you got to move to New York to really get good at it. You know what I mean? Is there kind of that feel with, within DJ? Um, it really, you know, California. California's you know, place it, to go. If you, uh, <laughs> if you, um, if you want to get seen and get a lot of, a lot of names like Denver, Denver, Colorado, or just Colorado in general and, and California, man, just move out there and the whole scene, like most 90% of DJs live in, you know, SoCal, South, yeah. Southern California or, uh, you know, like Colorado, Denver, and, oh, sure. and okay. all that, Boulder. So that's the place to go. Yeah, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna be around all the DJs, that's pretty much where they live. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of outliers, but ninety percent of the of the big DJs are in those two spots. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of like advice for like other people that want to get into the scene mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what? You know what? We're, is this is like find that area and kind of stick to it a little bit. Yeah, and kind of. Yeah, a lot of people I see just like they're like you know screw it, packing up my bags and. Using all my money and going to California and yeah. making a career out of it. That's you know, if you have if you have that grind, you have determination, man. You'll you'll make something out of it. That you know, in one of the places because you know, there's a lot of the demand out there for it, a lot of need for it, yeah. and uh, there's always stuff going on. So if you have the drive, a lot of people became famous just by picking up their stuff and moving out there and yeah, you know, not becoming famous, but helping them get their career started by getting more shows. Mm-hmm. But if you live out, you know, in Michigan or you know wherever there's there's not much going on you know yeah. you know in, yeah. in, in some of the spots so you got to get out to a populated area and good you know get booked for a lot of shows yeah you, know, yeah. you can't be spending 300 bucks on a plane you know like every, every weekend yeah, yeah. so it's you like, got to be around the spot yeah. so you can save your, as much money and really prepare to propel your career yeah yeah and then like another you know like kind of harder advice would be like you know just like I guess, like, watching those videos, you know, those master class videos, oh, dude, really, like, studying the craft. It's all about studying the craft, man. Yeah. And and then from studying the craft, you can, you know, you slowly turn it into your own, you know, yeah. find your own craft. But, you know, it takes, definitely takes a while, but I'm, I'm truly motivated and I love, I truthfully love music and yeah. understanding it has really, you know, excited me a lot, just learning how they actually make all this stuff. Yeah, you can see that. It's uh, like it's, getting your, yeah, your yeah, engine roll. It's great. Yeah. It's truthfully great. And seeing it all just motivates me more to see, you know, that people can create all this crazy sounds. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, how much effort it really takes to do it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, dude. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's all I got for you, dude. Do you want to plug some, what do we got? You got Instagram? Yeah, I got Instagram. You can follow me, you know, uh, W-U-S-T-A and I believe it's the underscore yeah, and, uh, you can follow me on Instagram I'm always posting uh, about my shows and you know hopefully very soon all my music that's going to be coming out and, yeah you know yeah definitely so you know it's always always something new always yeah something new coming up and shows uh, this probably won't be posted for a couple weeks do you have any like uh, ones that are coming up like next month or anything like um, that um 
Not, not too. You're not booked too far out yet. No. Right. No. Just gotta. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. Just this upcoming week, and that's about it, man. But shit's always popping up just randomly. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Uh, well, I think that's all I got. I appreciate you coming out here after all this time. I know. <laughs> Figuring it out. Yeah. Pleasure. All right, we did it then, didn't we? <laughs> Oh, Michael, thanks for coming out, dude. That was a whole a whole struggle to get you over here. The, the thing with the technology and whatnot, I do apologize for that. But, it, yeah, I think it sounds pretty good, and the uh, video came out great. So uh, thanks again for coming out and, and, you know, walking us through that and being the first video guest. Um, I am excited. You know, keep, uh, you know, keep following Instagram, Steve McJ, uh, for any updates with the podcast, things like that. You know, definitely check out that video. It's... Uh, still kind of working out some of the kinks with how we're going to film it and, you know, the angles and all that good stuff. But I, I think it is going to be a good thing uh, for the podcast and, and you get to see all the, the beautiful and not so beautiful faces of the guests on the show now. Um, and it's just going to be, it's just, you know, I'm just trying to do things, you know, I'm just trying to do stuff out here. <laughs> so um, I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate all the support and everything and uh, hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate y'all. Amen. I love you. Okay, bye. Krispy Kreme 2012. Yeah. We back up in this. Y'all already know.